Finding your way to a balanced way of living is the key to health and happiness. Each week on Choosing the Balanced Life with Diabetes, you'll hear tips and tools for a happier and healthier life. Here's your host, Anita Westlake. Happy New Year, a brand new year, 2015. And now that we've come to the end of the holidays and the start of a brand new year, many of us want to lose some weight. Maybe we've gained weight over the holidays or we just want to lose some weight, period. And in case of a diabetic, maybe you want to lose some weight and get better control over our blood sugars. A wonderful, very effective way of doing this is counting the carbohydrate intake we have on a daily basis and at any one meal. This can be very effective when it comes to weight loss and helping to control our blood sugars. Carbohydrates equate to sugar, which in the case of a diabetic is very important to control that intake and measure it on a regular basis. This can be so confusing, but there's a great tool to help us with carb counting. It's full of wonderful recipes with only one serving of carbohydrates, which is 15 grams of carbs in any one serving. And it's called Diabetes Carb Control Cookbook. And my guest today is Nancy Hughes, author of this book published by the American Diabetes Association. It's full of wonderful recipes, all having exactly one serving of carbohydrates with any one serving of a recipe. Hi, Nancy. Thank you for joining me today. Hi, Anita. Thanks for having me. And Happy New Year. I need a new start, don't you? <laughs> I do. I, I think we all feel that way. A brand new year, a brand new start. And uh, a lot of us are coming out of heavy meals and holiday eating and wanting to get back on track. And oh. your book, Diabetes Carb Control, can help far more than just a diabetic. Oh, it, it, it's for everybody. Everybody. It's mainstream. There's 150 recipes in there from breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert, snacks, salads, everything. Everything's in there. And every single solitary recipe is 15 grams of carbs. No more, no less. And that so, is no one serving. That's one That's serving exactly of one. carbs. Right, right. So no matter what you choose... You can't go wrong. You don't have to flip around and say, okay, now I've had 15 here and I need to get, you know, another 32 here or whatever. You know, it's, it's right there. It's right there for you. And um, I write, um, I've been writing since 1990 and I've been published. I started then and I haven't stopped. And with all these recipes I've done, I really felt like it was important to have some consistency in one of the books that I've written, and this one's with the American Diabetes Association. But it's it's every you know you you need consistency because the simpler things are to me, the happier I am, the calmer I am, and that just kind of goes full circle. If I'm happy, everybody's happy. <laughs> well, there there you go, and I like the fact that this book. Um, and I want to bring out the fact that this book is for the entire family, whether you're a diabetic or not, if you're on a weight loss program or you would like to lose weight and eat in a healthier way, the whole family can enjoy your recipes, which is so important. So beyond diabetes, this is just a really good cookbook. It helps the diabetic or someone 
that may be on a weight loss diet counting carbs, which is such a very effective way to A, lose weight, and B, balance our blood sugar. And I'm, I apologize I said it wrong because it's vital for diabetics to balance their blood sugar. So this helps tighten things up. And when looking to lose weight, this is extremely helpful. And so the whole family can enjoy it. So there's not this, well, dad or mom is on a diet or, you know, Joe is on a diet and the rest of us, oh, we'll eat something else or boy, they're going to serve something that's cardboard or it's tasteless. This is for the entire family to embrace. And I think that's wonderful, including guests, right? You have someone over for lunch or dinner. You talk about it's important for the family. It is important for a family to eat together. I get a little philosophical with all that, but to me it's a very important that the family has one meal and you sit down together and have it as, as, as often as you can. I mean, I'm being realistic. and know that there's the soccer games and the, you know, the basketball practice or, you know, a meeting to go to. But if you can sit down as a family, have one meal together, and not have, you know, she's going to have a salad, he's going to have soup, she's going to have, you know, it just, there's a unity there. And when you have friends over, you know, you don't want to say, well, I can't have X, Y, Z. Just serve, serve everybody the same thing. And in this book, this is the way you can do it. I mean, you can have everything. You don't, you will never know that it's, you know, balanced and everything else. It's just good. I mean, I have everything from hot spice tea that you can have around the fire. Um, you can have vegetables like spicy cheddar broccoli rice and grilled corn with a buttery parsley. I mean, real food. And that's the big deal with me. I, every book I've ever written is mainstream. So, uh, like, um, You don't have to go to a specialty store to get anything right. in your book. It's right there in the grocery store. Right. And it's family-friendly, you know. I, I, just like I mentioned those particular recipes, those I do, I want to serve things that and develop things that are going to please the entire family from, you know, the oldest to the youngest and vice versa. I mean, I know you can't please everybody, but everybody has a favorite. And if you know that Johnny doesn't like pickles, well, don't <laughs> give him the recipe with pickles in it. <laughs> right, or take them out. Take it out for Johnny. Right, That's a simple thing. But here's something that you can give the whole family and keep it in line. And I just want to note that when you say 15 grams of carbohydrates, that's one serving of, let's say, starch. Or uh, an apple can be a carbohydrate. And I think that is part of the confusion. When people say counting carbs, which is an effective way, again, to really um, you know, balance our blood sugars, take less insulin. And for those that aren't a diabetic, it's a great way to lose weight and even stop cravings. Because the more sugar you eat, the more insulin you produce, whether you're a diabetic or not, and it brings on cravings. When you get into the high sugar, then high amounts of insulins that are needed, it all equates to cravings. And to get off that cycle and to be healthier and you know manage our weight and our health and our blood sugars, this is a fantastic way to get started. And there's so many carbs that are hidden things, whether they're sauces, Um, you know, fruit, we don't understand. It can become really confusing. So here's a simple way to say, okay, for sure, I know I'm getting 15 grams of carb in this meal. Here's the recipe. We can all eat it, enjoy it. It's turnkey. Well, and there's also a section there's alternative 15 gram carb choices. So if you don't have time to, uh, or you don't feel like you want to have um, 
a salad that night or a fruit salad, but you, you want to have something like that. It, it gives you a listing like, you know, a cup of sliced apples is 15 grams, a half a cup of unsweetened applesauce is 15 grams, you know, or a half a cup of um, you know, cooked lentils or peas. It gives you the measurements. It tells you how many, you know, you can have, like for breakfast, you can have a third of a cup of bran cereal, for example. It tells you how much you can have is a normal serving, a 15-gram serving. So you can make mix and match your own, too. Well, that's wonderful. So, yeah, so you don't have to stick just to those recipes. So I'm trying to make this as easy for people as possible. If it's consistently there for you, you'll a person will get to realize, okay, this is not that intimidating. That that's the whole thing. Cooking does not, should not, is not, will not be intimidating in any of my books and any of the recipes I've developed, because that just blows my mind. I, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'll go to an, a restaurant and you, you can put a million ingredients there. That's fine. That's fine. I'm paying for that. I'm not doing it. I'm not shopping for it. I'm not cleaning up after it. That's great. It's delicious. But in my own home. If it has more than 10 ingredients, might as well just wrap it up. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and that's me. And I cook all the time. So you're I can't a chef. Imagine. You are I mean, a chef. And I, I you right. know, so if you're it's, saying it's, it's like, hard. I just can't do that. I, I, in my world of craziness, everybody, everybody has a busy schedule. I don't care what you do, what time of life you're in, your schedule is busy. And I, I just, I mean, it's great maybe on the weekends to slow down and do something that's takes a little time and you know that and that's wonderful i'm not knocking that but realistically on a tuesday night i need something fast and i need it good and i need it satisfying or else you keep eating you're gonna keep eating well well, yeah yeah my husband likes to call it grazing i'm just be grazing tonight and no you're not (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's just if and if it's easy you'll do it again and again and again that's the whole point you know you want it to be easy you want it to be good and you want compliments. I'm I'm all about compliments. Oh, well, that now I love. Yeah, I don't know if you ever saw one of the advertisements where the lady was um, putting a little flower on her face to go out, making it look like you know she went to a lot of trouble when all she was doing was making a, a stir together cookie. But <laughs> I don't care what I do. I want credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> Now, that's wonderful. And, you know, I love your enthusiasm because we should be enthusiastic and enjoy our meals. And this is really inspiring on how to keep it healthy, keep the carbs down, help with our blood sugars, weight loss, just being healthy. So it's for everyone. And the fact that it's so simple and that you can serve it to guests and the whole family can enjoy it, I think is marvelous. And I really, really would love to talk about one of your dishes. Well... I will, and I will right now, but I want to get back. In a minute, I would like to talk about stretch. If you can just remind me of the word stretch. <laughs> I, I will remind you about stretch. Absolutely. Okay. This is, this is um, one of my favorites. It's uh, tomato, bacon, and cheddar grits. This is something for breakfast. And it's, um, there's a picture right next to the recipe, and you have this, if you can imagine, it's this nice, deep bowl of grits. Now, and then, now I have to um, stop you for a minute. Can you tell me or describe polenta, what grits are? Polenta, mush. <laughs> That's all I want to say. Grits are um, like 
It's, it's oh, how would I describe? It's like um, cream of wheat, maybe, but not. It's it's, it's thicker than cream of wheat. Uh, what else would it be for you? Um, like tiny, tiny bits of mushed up rice, maybe. It's, okay. It's, it's like a. Um, do you know what polenta is? Um, I do. Okay, it's the texture of polenta. That's what that's what it is. It's polenta. It's cornmeal. Okay, so it's cornmeal, and it's cooked. Right. And so this uh-huh. is the base. Okay, so we have we have grits. That's wonderful. Yes. And right. then then go from there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, I just realized where you are. <laughs> That's you know what I'm in Canada. I, I'm in Canada, but I have gone to the, um, obviously to the south, and I'm saying obviously because I I lived actually in the U.S. Um, for a while, and I enjoyed grits. I have to tell you, they were yummy. But I had no idea what grits were. So it was a little willy-nilly for me when it came to that food choice. I assumed they were a starch. So, you know, I didn't eat a lot. I factored that in. But for those of us that would like to try it, it's good to know what are grits. Yeah, and, and I'm from Illinois originally, so I didn't have grits growing up. But now grits are, are a, a really um, popular ingredient um, item on menus all over now all over the United States so it's it's like a soft polenta if you know what polenta is that's exactly what it is it's a soft polenta which is cornmeal but um, you can do it with anything you can do it with um, rice or you could do it with another grain like quinoa or or bulgur or anything like that or um, this is a savory dish but anyway it's turkey bacon slices you cut that you cook that and you chop it up and then you saute peppers and onions, and then a green onion, and then you add some grape tomatoes, those little tiny sweet grape tomatoes. Um, you throw that in with a little bit of thyme and a little hot sauce. And you put this at, with the bacon on top, the peppers and the onions and the bacon on top, and then you top the whole thing with cheddar cheese. Wow. It's, yeah. <laughs> And that only has 15 grams of carbs? 15 grams. Yes, ma'am. And that serving size is a third of a cup of the grits and a third of a cup of the vegetable mixture. So you have have two-thirds of a cup, which is a nice morning. Well, you can actually have it for dinner as well. But it's a nice, you know, like like a bowl of oatmeal type thing, you know. But this thing, my mouth watering, because it's so pretty and it's so good. And it is just, it's. It's like on a cold winter day, it's the perfect thing to start. And it's no big deal to make. I mean, it's it's nothing. I would probably, you know, you had a few minutes, but I mean, it's not like it's um, a box of cereal or something. But it, it doesn't take, but I'd say maybe 20 minutes to put this whole thing together and sit down and eat. Wow. And, and if, you yeah. can't get, if you can't get your hands on grits or you're uncomfortable with how do I make grits if they're not ready available, well, what a wonderful idea to use quinoa or something instead because it still yeah. keeps the carb count down. Right, right. And there's, oh, and yeah, um, there's so many ways. And then there's another recipe that um, I was talking about that drink. It's, it's steaming cranberry raspberry tea, and you take cranberry raspberry juice, and then you um, add diet ginger ale and a little bit of water and a tea bag and, you, and some fruit slices, um, orange or lemon slices, and you let it steep, that you get everything hot, excuse me, except for the tea bag, of course, and um, you just let it steep for two to three minutes and pull it out, and it's this 
wonderful, fragrant drink that you, you know, like I said, on a cold winter day or a night and you're snuggled up and you're reading or you're crawling into bed or you end of a hard day and you just sit down and you have that. It's like, oh, total comfort. <laughs> I'm in the comfort. Easy comfort. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. And that drink only has 15 grams of carbs. Yeah, and you get three quarters of a cup. So it's nice. And I've got cookies in here. I've got, I've got, I've got all sorts of entrees, appetizers. Um, there's this one. For now, the cookies interest me because cookies can be such a danger zone. So when okay. you do the cookies, do you say, okay, here's how you make the cookies. Obviously, you're making more than one cookie. So are you giving how many cookies you can have of this recipe that equal 15 grams of carbs? Right. Um, oh, you have two cookies, um, and the rest you can freeze. What I like to do is I have a freezer out um, in the storage room, so that's even better for me because, you know, I have to go outside <laughs> to get another cookie. <laughs> <laughs> the temptation, it's a bit of a journey. Yes. <laughs> Which is fantastic. You, know, you get anyway. some exercise in there. That's awesome. Yeah, that's true. Get to get to that cookie. That's but it. <laughs> I put them in um, like individual, like Ziploc bags, um, or just small amounts, um, and 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 put them. And they fit in the freezer back that way too, because my freezer is usually so jammed, I can't put a whole box of anything anywhere. So <laughs> I've got a you know piecemeal, so to speak. So that's good because then the cookies get you know distributed, and you have to hunt for them sometimes too. But anyway, this is made with a cake mix. I'm telling you, I am, um, what would you call it? I don't want to call myself a lazy cook. I'm just always looking for shortcuts. Oh, that's great. And so many of us are. And it's so difficult yeah. to make a, have a shortcut and keep it's, the carbs down. Right. Yes, ma'am, you're right. That is exactly right. But you take um, this is like a sugar-free yellow cake mix, um, canola oil, um, eggs, and some, a lot of lemon zest, like two tablespoons. Lemon zest, if you're not familiar with what that is, it's the peel of the lemon. So when you scrape it off, like with a, a cheese grater, right? you don't get the white part. You only want the yellow part or the orange if you're doing an orange zest or whatever. But you want just the, the colored part because the white part is called the pith and it's bitter. And you don't want that. You just want the rind. And then you you know you shave. You, they have microplanes out now for like five dollars. You can use a cheese grater. You can you cut it with a knife if you want, and then just really, really, really chop it fine. So there's all ways. You don't have to have. And that, okay, that's another subject altogether. I'm I'm not into gadgets. I'm not into expensive equipment. I'm not into anything complicated. So that kind of explains to the book. It's it's very you don't have to have special equipment at all. So you don't have anyhow, to you reconfigure your kitchen to make your dishes. You right. Oh, listen, you're right, and you don't have to have. I mean, there, it's nice to have the gadgets and the silicone pads and stuff, but I purposely didn't include any of that because not everybody has that or wants so it. So I don't want anybody to feel like they can't do these recipes. Oh, that's, that's wonderful. So tell me about the cookie. So you use a cake okay. mix, sugar-free. <laughs> They're sugar-free yellow cake mix. You get that, and you mix that with canola oil and eggs and two tablespoons of lemon zest and um, slivered almonds. You toast. That's another thing. You toast your, um, your nuts. Whenever you use nuts, toast them first. A really quick way is to get a skillet, 
medium high heat, get it hot. If you use an electric, it usually takes electric uh, range. It takes about one and a half to two minutes to get the temperature up. Then you add your nuts, and you only cook them like one or two minutes, and you stir them the whole time. That's it. And then take them off the heat and then put them on another plate because they'll keep cooking if you leave them in the skillet. But toasting is great. It pulls out the nuttiness without adding more more calories and fat. Oh. But yeah, you mix the cake mix, the oil, the eggs, and the lemon zest, the almonds, and cranberries, dried cranberries. You mix all that together, and then you drop them um, on the cookie sheet, and you press it down with a fork, just a little tiny bit, and then you bake them. Nice. And then that's it. I mean, you bake them eight minutes, you let them sit in the cookie sheet for a minute to cool, because they keep, you get just a little bit firmer without overcooking, and then you pull them off. That's it. And it makes um, 60 cookies. Wow. So now, I, this sounds delicious. It is delicious. <laughs> I wouldn't put it in there. But <laughs> it's, a lot of these are kid-tested because we have people running in and out of this house all the time. And, yes, I do cook from the house. Um, I've, like I said, I've, I have over 7,000 published recipes, so there's a lot of cooking going on here. And um, I have people that come in to help on certain things, but I do all the creating and the developing and the baking and the uh, cooking part. The um, thing I was going to tell you is I want to make sure that everything I do is from the heart and not like an institution type thing, feeling. So I've tried cooking in a commercial kitchen and I just can't. I just can't. I just, I just, I just feel like there's this wall that just comes down. So I'm in my kitchen with my electric range with my middle-range pots and pans, and so I don't have anything special. It's all just regular things, and I purposely keep it that way. Um, I wanted nice. to tell you. That is yeah. great to know. That No, really, because, you know, when you have, um, when a chef is creating something, and they have a sous chef, they've got all these gadgets, they know all yep. the terminology, they have someone doing the prep. I mean, that's all well and fine. And here I am, Anita, at home trying to say, well, I'd like to, you know, tighten up my carbs a little bit. And how do I make something fast, easy, and delicious for everyone and not have all this stuff? It just seems overwhelming at the beginning. And this looks like a book that you can open and say, right, there we go. Yeah. And I purposely, well, I do this with all my books. I usually wait until I'm really tired to start writing. (laughs) (laughs) What I do is I'll work on things on a project during the day and if I'm starting something new then I wait until the end of the day when my energies are low my hungry count is up but then you know I'm limited on how much time I have to get something going so I just um, you test it start I start creating then at that hour because I know how much I'm willing to do and it's not a whole lot <laughs> and that's why I write like this because I want for people that are have the same kind of schedule. You know, they're coming in and they're tired and they've got to get dinner on the table and, and, um, they don't want grumbles. Oh, do I have to eat that? Are you cooking that? Right. It's low carb again. Right. Oh, yuck. <laughs> they don't need to know. <laughs> oh, I never tell them. I used to. When my kids are little, I say, do you like that? And then they would hesitate. Is it something you tried today, mom? <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like, um, I don't tell them. I just said, 
isn't it good? You know, that type of thing. And Or I just wait and hear the compliments. You know, I don't say anything anymore. And um, because it's just they, they're jumping right in. They know everything is experimented in this house anyway. <laughs> if they like it, they won't get it again. Good. Now, next. <laughs> That's wonderful. Now, it's a happy household. <laughs> I really have to hear about one of your salad as a meal. Because when you described it to me, it made me hungry. It was crunchy. It had all these different flavors that came out of it. It sounded delicious. So would you share one? <laughs> yes, I will if I can get to that page real quick. Um, because I don't want people are... to think salads are boring. Your salads sound like they're bursting alive. And it's really motivation. Oh it's motivational to create one and to eat them and implement it into our diet when somebody is so enthusiastic about it and adds all these descriptive words like crunchiness and sweet and savory and yum. So tell us about <laughs> one. Well, when I was young, I was um, the, the, I was scared to be in the kitchen because I didn't know what I was doing. So I did the iceberg lettuce with a little bit of carrot, if I got adventurous, and bottled salad dressing. I thought, okay, that's it. That's what you call a salad. Ugh. You know? <laughs> so I guess that's what it is. Well, then my mother said, well, if you want something else in it, tell me and I'll get it for you. Well, I didn't know what you could put in it. So I went to the store with her. I mean, I was little. And I went to the store with her. Um, and found that there's all sorts of things out there you can do. So I started tinkering around, and, and the more I got into that, the more exciting I got. I think that's my first memory of adventure in the kitchen. But, I mean, uh, this, this one particular salad, this can be a side dish, but it can also be an entree, a main entree. Um, well, I've got a lot of them. But this was a strawberry pear salad with white balsamic dressing. Oh, and that sounds amazing. <laughs> I liked it, <laughs> but and the picture is so pretty too. It's alongside of that. Um, the uh, is you take spring greens or baby spinach and you put it in a bowl with pear. Now, when you deal with pears, they you can buy them firm and let them sit around for a while, and they get soft, and then they get softer, and then they get mushy. I like a very firm pear in my salad because that gives the crisp the crunch, that sweet burst of juice that comes out. It's just, I'm sorry, my mouth's watering again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you thinly slice them because when you do that, you don't get this mouthful of pear. You get this wonderful combination of pear and other things, like there's strawberries in this. This is a great, um, uh, it's a year-round salad, so you could put, you could use frozen blueberries and thaw them and put that in there with the pears in the wintertime. In the spring, you put your strawberries in. So it just depends on the time of year so you can kind of alternate the fruit. And then red onion, thin, thinly sliced red onion. And then the dressing, the dressing is a white balsamic vinegar. If you don't have that or don't want it's it's what balsamic, it's, it's, it's white. It's not the dark brown type, and it's real light, and it has a hint of sweetness to it. And then you mix that with canola oil, but you can use um, um, just regular white vinegar or rice rice wine vinegar if you want to do too. Uh, and then you just a tip of um, sugar substitute, um, which I don't use a lot of sugar substitute. I'm, I'm, I realize I said that about the cookies, and now I'm talking about this. But as a whole, they, the organization really likes me to use real, the real sugar when I have to use sugar, but just in small amounts, controlled amounts. So but you're still you using real sugar instead of a lot of artificial choices in these recipes. Right. 
Right. That's wonderful. Right. Very, yeah. Uh, I'm really trying to be careful with that. But since I'm using I'm trying to keep it down to 15 carbs, and I have to, you know, you're getting your sugar, your carbs in your pears and your strawberries and in your onion. So I had to, I just used just a tiny little bit of the sugar substitute. Not much. It's a half a teaspoon to serve four people, so that's not too bad. And then um, pepper flakes. So you've got the heat from the pepper flakes, the sweetness from the fruit, the crunch from the onion and the as a firm pear, and then you've got the greens from your, your mixed greens or your baby spinach. Then you toss that all together, and then you sprinkle it with just the smallest amount of blue cheese. Just Ooh. It's like, I know. It's, oh, my gosh. <laughs> when I say the smallest Yum. amount, you get a cup and a half of salad and two tablespoons of dressing and a tablespoon of the blue cheese, which doesn't seem like a lot of blue cheese, but when you sprinkle that on top, that travels. That's real important to use strong, um, really high-flavored ingredients because they travel all over your plate, not just there. That sounds amazing. Oh, it's, so it's so yummy. And the fact that yeah. you can have something that delicious and so pretty and know that that's got 15 grams of carbs is fantastic. And you can add um, cooked chicken or turkey to that or even pork, lean pork, to that to make it an entree salad if you want to. That's just... that cup and a half is a side salad and it's so pretty it's just and that's just one of many but you know what i wanted to talk to you about i don't mean to take over this conversation no but. no 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 <laughs> what would you like to talk about tell me about because you're very motivational inspiring with this cookbook i mean that's just lovely well i'm all about it i just i just i'm big into simple really as you can tell from this conversation I'm, i am about that because i'll stay on course that way too um is the stretch that's what we this, were going to come back to. This that is very. What is a stretch now? I know what a stretch oh, is in yoga, but no, ma'am. This is you stretching the carbohydrates. You can get a lot more bang for your buck. You can get a lot more mileage out of your carbs. What you can have, you can. You don't look at the and that's. You don't look at what you can't have. You look at what you can have Absolutely. and then run with it. Right. Because. There's a lot you can do, and you can stretch those carbs. You can take, for example, oh, there's all sorts of techniques in this book, too. And it, it, it doesn't, like, say, this is going to help you stretch your carbs throughout the recipe. It just says a little bit of that in the in- intro, and I kind of explain some samples of that or examples of that, but I don't jam it down your throat on okay. each recipe. I just give you the recipe, and uh, recipes in general. So, like, but, for example... Um, the different, you can play tricks with your taste buds, and uh, you can by combining higher carbohydrate ingredients with lower ones. So you get, you know, you it's it's how you mix them. It's it's not just you know how many carbs you have, but it's how you mix them up, how you cut them up, even how you serve them up. I mean, it's it's that basic, but it's it's. It's, it really works. Like increasing the volume and flavor of like rice or pasta potatoes, you can only have anywhere from a third to a half a cup, and that's a normal size um, in, ingredient. I'm sorry, um, serving size. But if you toss it with a little bit of sautéed veggies that are really low in carbs, like mushrooms and garlic, or or a little bit of fresh quartered grape tomatoes at the end, or green onion at the very end, you just added another quarter to a half a cup of volume to your dish. You're increasing your fruit and vegetable intake, and you're stretching your carbohydrates at the same time. By it makes it 
feel bigger, you know. You, bulk it up. You take, you're bulking yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. With nutritious ingredients. Right. Just like even with like pasta. This is my this is my favorite thing. Is you take you know you have so much pasta you're allowed and well actually I go under it on this one and then I take um, zucchini ribbons. When you, okay, zucchini ribbons sound so, oh my goodness, gourmetish. Nope, you just take a vegetable peeler or a knife, either one, and just go lengthwise down your zucchini. That's all you do. Like you're peeling. You did that very well. <laughs> yeah, oh, <thank> you. <laughs> I can visualize me going, I don't know if I did it. I don't know if I did it as well. just whoop all the way down. And then it just turns in this, this pile of just, delicate ribbons and you cook your pasta like you always do and then you throw your ribbons in and immediately drain your pasta so you don't even cook them because it, I mean you cook the pasta you don't cook the zucchini because it, it will fall apart if you do and it's this way you're increasing your noodle feel in your mouth <laughs> and you haven't increased your carbohydrates great and it, it you, it's cool you can do that with bell peppers do that. When I say do that, you cut your peppers into real, real, real thin strips and toss that in with the pasta, and it, it makes you feel like you have more. And it's prettier, and you're getting more, you know, green and green vegetables in you. Um, but there's all that's sorts a great of tip because that's a struggle for a lot of people is to eat more vegetables. And if you can bulk up your meal, keep your carbs down with, you know, vegetables and fruit, well, especially vegetables because fruit will equate to a carb. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Also, like when you're having um, like And then lean um, protein. Lean protein. We'll get into that, too. Yeah, lean protein. And you can have lean protein. You can have a complete um, protein going meatless, you know, with beans and um, maybe a tortilla or beans and rice or, or your nuts and, like, you know, natural peanut butter on bread. That's a complete protein, and that's meatless. So, you know, there's a lot, uh, for those that aren't, um, you know, if you're meatless and not vegan, you can have grilled cheese. There's all sorts of things that you can do without having to eat um, a lot of meat, too. But the lean proteins are good. Lean proteins would be like chicken breast, um, sirloin, beef sirloin, extra lean ground beef. Look on the back, though, and make sure that it's really low in saturated fats. Uh, pork tenderloin, cut pork chops. Those are all really lean. Of course, lean white fish like tilapia. Um, and that's all in but, your cookbook. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that wonderful? Oh, you get everything. And the, oh, one thing I want to say was, was about the bread. I don't mean to jump in again. I'm sorry, but I just get excited. Oh, uh, that's great. <laughs> bread can be so much evil for people. They have oh, a hard time okay. controlling, controlling bread. It's a, it's a struggle. Yeah. The big secret is when you go to a restaurant... Ask them not to bring the bread. When they come and say, hello, my name is George or Susie or Sally or whatever, they always usually bring you water at that point. And then to say, don't bring us bread, please. And that will help so much because you're going to be mindlessly, mindlessly eating. Don't even really get to enjoy it because you're talking. And um, They're bringing the bread. So and you're eating it. <laughs> you don't need. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the bread at home, if you have like French bread or baguette bread or Italian bread or whatever, a loaf bread, the secret to getting the amount you're supposed to have but making it feel like more is to cut it really thin. 
So let's say you can have an ounce of bread or two ounces of bread. I, let me go back and look and see what this is. But um, you you cut out you cut the portion you need, and then you cut it in smaller slices on top of that. And you you rub some fresh garlic on. You toast in the oven for a second. I mean, not very long at all. Once then it goes fast. So like maybe maybe a minute at uh, 350, and then you pull it out and rub it with some raw garlic, sprinkle it with some fresh herbs. Um, or just drizzle a tiny bit of extra virgin olive oil on top, but just the thinness. And then you have like two pieces of bread instead of one, for example. Great um, tip. That's a great so tip. You feel like you've had um, more. Yeah, I've got a right. million of them. But <laughs> yeah, no, that's and that's garlic that's, bread. Yeah, you're right. Fresh garlic bread, which sounds better, you know. Um, there's, and it's, it's quick. Just, it's quick. I like the fact that it's quick and you can have it and you know how many carbs you're getting. Yes. Another thing is when you're with bread, bread seems to be the um, hard on people. And um, I, I, I love bread. I love every kind of bread, absolutely every kind of bread. So that's a big deal with me. One thing you, way you can cut down on your bread intake is to, and not feel like you're cutting down, is to not eat with your hands, not eat with your fingers. Don't eat your sandwich with your fingers or your hands. Well, what do you do? Knife and fork it. You use one slice of bread instead of two. You have an open face. You put your bread on, on a dinner plate, and then you pile it high with your spring greens and maybe some red onion and some fresh cucumber, thin, thin slices of cucumbers wonderful on a sandwich if you've not tried it paper thin so when you crunch down when you bite down you've got this nice little fresh crunch and it just takes on the flavors of the other ingredients in your sandwich but it just gives a freshness to the sandwich too and you feel like ooh, this is kind of special yeah <laughs> and then no. you know your little thinly sliced tomato and your your measured out whatever turkey and and you do and then you just pile it up like that and then you knife and fork it you know, but put your sauce on the your spread on the bottom, whether it's mustard or mustard mayonnaise mixed, um, or whatever you like um, on on your bread as a base, and then just pile it up with your ingredients and flavorful ingredients. Maybe it's sort of like salad on bread. You know, just build it high, just build it high, and then knife and fork it. Um, Which is a great cheese. tip. That is a fabulous tip because it really does bring down the carb count. Um, and yet you can, there's no limit and knifing and fork it. So if it falls a little bit to the side, there you go. You still are eating it up with your fork. Yeah. And it looks so much. Oh, I tell you my favorite thing. And I'm, you've heard of the lettuce wraps and you know, the, the, you use the Boston bib lettuce and you make these little pockets and they're wonderful, wonderful. Delicious. But this other way. It's, yeah. And, and, um, you know, everybody's like, you flavor, but this other way is, I, and I do it a lot, and I call it the long leaf re- lettuce wrap, or just long leaf wrap. And you take the long, the biggest romaine leaves, the outer leaves, and you take those, and you can have two of those, and then you pile it up with whatever, whatever your sandwich filling was going to be. And it could be maybe you're having tuna salad with from the book. Right, <laughs> of course. Salad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, or do your, your turkey and your onion and your, you know, whatever you're making your sandwich with and just build it up and instead of the bread, put it on that lettuce 
And then you fold it like you would a hot dog. You eat it like a hot dog or like a burrito. It's like this long thing. You feel like, oh, my gosh, you know, avocado and black beans and a little bit of mozzarella maybe and, and maybe some jalapeno and, oh, cilantro and fresh lime. I mean, oh. Well, the and thing you is it. you can eat it with your hands, though. Yes, you can so eat that one. Great with lunch, hand. great lunch at your desk, or you know, you're you're not able to sit down and put something together and use a fork and knife. You can eat this like a sandwich, yeah. or as you and said, a hot dog. Fun. And you feel like, oh my gosh, I can eat all that. I mean, if you put two large romaine leaves on a dinner plate, you can't even see your plate. <laughs> I'm talking on a nice ten inch, nine inch, ten inch dinner plate. You cannot wow. see your plate because the lettuce is so big. The outer leaves are. And then you fill it with your veggies and, like I said, the avocado and some black beans and maybe a little bit of cheese and fresh fresh lime juice and just tomatoes and oh. And then you bite down and you get the, the um, meatiness coming from the bean or, if you, you know, you have your um, chopped cooked chicken or some shrimp. Or, or whatever, you know, your, but that, that your protein choices. But, yeah, right. And it will hold yeah. it. Yes, it is so cool. <laughs> what a fantastic, what a fantastic thing to do. And now you're getting, you know, again, your vegetables, your protein, you're keeping all those carbs down. And it's a good way to cut that bread out if you're having a challenge with it. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And fast and simple. Yeah. And um, and like I said before, if it's something that's easy to do, you'll do it again and again. And that's the whole point is to stay on on task, so to speak, stay on target, and but have fun. There, you know, you get to, if, if you ha, whether you have diabetes or not, you should have fun with your food. I mean, and have it tasty, and, and know that you can have fun. And just like with the, that sugar-free cake mix, you know, you don't have to. I mean, it's great if you're going to make it from scratch. I'm not saying don't. But, again, like on a Tuesday night when you've had whatever going on, whether you have diabetes or not, it's okay to use help in the kitchen. It's okay. It's not, oh, I'm not a very good cook. You know, don't ever say that. Don't ever say that. I like that you say that because so many people will beat themselves. I can't cook or I don't have time. Usually those are the two things. I don't have time being the huge one or I don't cook. I'm not good in the kitchen. And then we just start sourcing out all these fat, convenient things, but just full of carbohydrates. You know, I had some friends that never invited me over for dinner. I would invite them over and they'd come and it was fun and everything. And when we get together and now here we go out to dinner and that was always fun but we, I was never invited over there and I thought well we one night we were talking and she she mentioned she said well this is why I never invite you over is because I I don't I I can't cook like you cook and it's like do you know what I'm doing here I, <laughs> <laughs> seriously <laughs> this is my lazy day you know and and um but the thing is when, when I, once I found that out, I said, look, I am happy with anything, absolutely anything, because all that does is makes me, I can see a little bit more of that person when I come to their home and I sit at their table and I eat something that they enjoy. And it might be, you know, a can of this, a box of this or whatever, but they've made it. They said this is something they like to eat at home. And if you can add healthier to that, 
I'm getting off track a little bit, but you know, throw in the salad, bring the salad on, bring the vegetables on, bring the what you know, the the lean, um, the skinny pieces of bread with it. But it's important to go into somebody else's home and just be with them in their environment and bring your cookbook. Bring your cookbook. Say, here you go. Pick something out of here. It's fast. It's simple, and it's delicious. Yeah, it is. I'm really proud of it. But the thing is, I just wanted some consistency. And when I talked to my um, editor about this idea initially, he he loved the idea, but he said, Nancy, can you do 150 recipes like that? And I said, oh, absolutely. And I was just all about it. And and then I went back into my office. I'm thinking, did I just shoot myself in the foot here? I started going with it, and the more I did it, oh, this is so exciting, the more I did it, the more flavor avenues opened up, the more, cha- I love a challenge, absolutely love a challenge. Nobody tells me I can't do something. That's when I say, okay, I bet you I can. I mean, I've done that since I was two. <laughs> so you've, and you've come anymore, up with but it. that mentality. <laughs> and you've come up with 150 recipes. Yes, and as I was doing it, it just opened so many so many different ways to do stuff that I never really took the time to think about. I mean, like I said, that stretch, the book, the whole book is about stretch. You know, you, I want to get the most out of something I can, but I want it to be good. I want it to be flavorful, and I want it to be something that I would actually do again and again and serve my family and friends, not just, you know, my husband run through and say, okay, taste this, you know. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Poor guy, he's eating well. He's eating well. I I have to say, this is great, because so often when we hear about the diabetic or diabetic cookbook, well, it it focuses or people think it's just about being a diabetic or for a diabetic when this is for everyone. It is, it is. And um, I made sure of that. I made sure there was family-friendly recipes in there. There were things that you could do for special occasions, but you could have it on a... You could still have it on a Saturday night. You know, you wouldn't have to have it on, you know, somebody's birthday or anniversary. It's just, it's just good. It's, and it's all affordable. That's another thing. I didn't get into the, the lobsters and the special exotic this, that, and the other because I want this to be, like I said, an everyday book. And um, you can fluff it up if you want to by adding those things, but it's not necessary. And, and I, I wanted it to be that way. So you could have these all year long. And it, it, I just, seek I'm, and, I'm you don't have to seek and search for special recipes, in other words, or special ingredients, right. I should say. Right. Or it's going to take, you know, two hours for it to X, Y, Z or whatever, you know, it's, 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 it's there for you. I mean, it's for you. And, and, but the thing is with this book, like I said, when I first started out, I started making a list when I was young of things that you could have, not what you couldn't have, but what you could have. And it grew and grew and grew, and then you just, it's like a toy box, you know? You put your favorite toys in there, and it grows over the years. Well, so has all the imagination and the creativity has grown over the years to the point now that I'm, I was experimenting so much when I was younger. My dog weighed like a million pounds because... <laughs> I was giving him all my rejects, which was everything. You know, I just couldn't make it work. But the more I, I tinkered with it and the more I, you know, the, the trial and error type thing, 
it was it was it came about it came about nicely and um now it's exciting it's so exciting and i wanted to share that with with others so i mean you're working nine to five or nine to nine or 24 7 or whatever you're doing you don't most people don't have time to create and if they do it might be on the weekends but then there's still you're juggling carbohydrates you're juggling sodium content saturated fat amounts da 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 that's not as much fun as just going in the kitchen and just you know having fun boring. with it and and really yeah. motivating us are. to cook because it's a lot around us like you said how many carbs and do i have to buy special things or how much saturated fat how much sodium all these things when your book is just that simple and it really it, get, it tells you that you're getting 15 grams of carbs and it inspires you wow this was easy maybe i'll try another maybe i'll add this to it like the toy box and it's motivational i think that's wonderful well i just you know it's time to get in control it's the first of the year it's you know the first of the year is when you pull up your sleeve and say these are my new year's resolutions whether i stick to them or not i don't even want to think about it i just want to jump in and be in control of my life to start with and once you start you're going to see how easy they are and they're fun and you're going to want to do more i, I just feel that way I mean, i'm not trying to promise you make you make false promises but i just think the, the, the taste buds are going to want to encourage you to keep on with it you well, know? The fact and you don't have to worry about it that's the good part well the fact that it's so easy it's not a hard thing to implement into your life, especially after, you know, the New Year's. And we're still, you know, getting back into the swing of things. And this is a very easy way to start eating healthy. And, you know, if that's your New Year's resolution, you want to lose weight, eat healthy, get better control of your sugars if you're a diabetic, here's a very easy approach in doing that. Yep, yep. No special, I you know, we don't have to burden ourselves with extra expense and buying fancy products. They're right there for you. And to one other thing that's in the book that I, I meant to mention is there's an area in here uh, in the very beginning, and it's uh, menu planning, and it kind of gives you an idea of what you would have, like, um, this, well, this one recipe that I, <laughs> uh, I made is called quiche in a cup, and oh. you just stir it up and you pop it in the microwave, and it's done. I mean, <laughs> that's it. It's just like one of those on-the-road-go type things. But it gives you, it tells you the title of that recipe, and then everything else, then what you would have with that, for example, would be one whole grain mini bagel with a teaspoon of diet margarine, and that would be your breakfast. And then it tells you what you might like to have for snack, which would be the yogurt that I made with um, this dish, and it's a yogurt with syruped strawberries and almonds, and then a lunch would, it tells you, uh, like I did this, we're talking about meatless, this protein hummus. And it's really good. And um, with crisp veggies and then a pear, cucumber, mint salad, and then whole wheat crackers. But it gives you the amount. So there's like a Monday through Sunday menu plan that you can use to kind of get, get you started. started. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is so important. It really it gets is. you moving and motivated. And boy, this is delicious. And it's a plan. And it's a plan to start. Because giving up um, carbs or keeping them under control can be quite a challenge. And having this support... And, you know, a plan for eating for a week and then inspiring you as you look at the pictures and you see how easy it is. That's all, all motivational. I tell you one thing that has helped me more than anything else is up, stock up so that 
at the end of the day and everything's in the freezer, you can't say, oh, I'm too tired, let's just order out. And it's like, oh, God. you know, one more time, call that pizza guy, you know, and no, you're not, you're going to do better in the morning type thing. Have things in the pantry, have things in the freezer that thaw fast, uh, have things in your refrigerator to fall back on. So on a night that you just don't feel like doing anything, have something there that you can fall back on. It saves you money. It saves you time. It saves you your health. And it that's really the does. most important thing. I, I really, and I like the cookies, you know, you can freeze them. You could probably prepackage them. And I talk about this in a previous podcast about being organized. So, you know, two cookies equal 15 grams of carbs. So put them in a little baggie or a freezer, some kind of freezer container and have two at a time. And you know, okay, they're not all bulked together. And that's 15 grams of carbs, whether you're a diabetic or not, it's helpful to know this. Yep. And don't leave that box or that bag open on the counter. As soon as you take those two cookies out, put it, put it back in the freezer. <laughs> the rest of them, by the way, just, just a couple more. Just a couple more. They're only 15 grams. Just a couple more. <laughs> I know that. Well, we all fall <laughs> off the wagon. <laughs> but better to fall off the wagon in a measurable amount than fall yes. off the wagon. <laughs> When you don't know how many carbs you're eating, right? Because it's maybe not 15 grams. It could be 40 grams at a time that you're falling off on. So again, these are great recipes and at least we know what we're getting in carbs. It's great for a diabetic and keeping their sugars in balance, but it's great for the whole family in those who want to lose weight even better. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just for everybody. I think it's that's wonderful. Definitely carb control. Well, thank you for sharing with me today, Nancy. This has been wonderful. Well, I mean, this is so fun. Thank it you. Is. I'm so nervous. <laughs> well, you are very inspiring, and I have to tell you, that was um, a fantastic, fantastic tips. Oh, great. Oh, good. Well, and, and you know where I am if you, if you need some more. <laughs> oh, I think we'll be needing some more. So whether you're a diabetic or not, if you just want to start eating healthy and losing some weight, and of course, if you are getting better control of your blood sugars, this is a great way to get started. Wonderful motivation with delicious recipes that the whole family can embrace and enjoy along with your company. Thank you for joining me today and Happy New Year. If you have any questions or you'd like to share a story, please feel free to email me, Anita at AnitaCoach.ca and follow me on Twitter at Anita Westlake. Wagon. <laughs> But better to fall off the wagon in a measurable amount than fall yes. off the wagon <laughs> when you don't know how many carbs you're eating, right? Because it's maybe not 15 grams. It could be 40 grams at a time that you're falling off on. So again, these are great recipes and at least we know what we're getting in carbs. It's great for a diabetic and keeping their sugars in balance, but it's great for the whole family in those who want to lose weight even better. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just for everybody. I think it's that's wonderful. Definitely carb control. Well, thank you for sharing with me today, Nancy. This has been wonderful. Well, I mean, it's so fun. Thank it you. Is. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> well, you are very inspiring, and I have to tell you, that was um, a fantastic, fantastic tips. Oh, great. Oh, good. Well, and and you know where I am if you if you need some more. <laughs> oh, I think we'll be needing some more. So, whether you're a diabetic or not. If you just want to start eating healthy and losing some weight, and of course, if you are getting better control of your blood sugars, this is a great way to get started. 
wonderful motivation with delicious recipes that the whole family can embrace and enjoy along with your company. Thank you for joining me today and Happy New Year. If you have any questions or you'd like to share a story, please feel free to email me anita at anitacoach.ca and follow me on Twitter at Anita Westlake.